0: Again, like every time, I'm like, oh, we haven't done this before. I don't know what to do.
1: <laughs> okay.
0: Welcome to another Book on the Shelf podcast. I'm Jet. And I'm Jen. And we are about to do episode 68. Nice. So crazy. Oh,
1: so uh, crazy. <laughs>
0: If you have been listening for the previous 67, hopefully you have liked and subscribed in all of the places. Uh, If this is your first one, hit us up. Uh, (laughs) Be sure to subscribe on iTunes, leave a review, follow us on Instagram for all of, I don't know, my weird coffee adventures in the morning and (laughs) podcast adventures. And yeah, we have lots of really fun episodes coming up, so...
1: We do. Stick and also around. be sure to check out our blog. Yes. It's blog now. I
0: know, right? Man. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it is on our website at com, with all the links to everything else as well. Yep. And yeah, so we, this podcast started as a book club, and this is going to be a book
1: club episode. It is. And it's actually one of your picks. It is. Yay. So today we're going to be talking about We Are Never Meeting in Real Life, which is an etch- essay <laughs> collection by Samantha Irby. It's Got a really distressed looking little kitten on the front cover. <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh-huh. So uh, Samantha Irby is an American comedian, author and blogger. She runs the blog called Bitches Gotta Eat, <laughs> where she writes posts about her personal life and various events. Um, She also co-hosted the live lit show Guts and Glory in Chicago with Keith Ecker until 2015. Um, And in 2016, FX announced that they had purchased the television rights to Irby's 2013 memoir called Meaty um, and her blog, which I did some sleuthing because I had not heard like 2016 is like five years ago. (laughs) Um, Somehow, somehow 2016 is five years ago. But I hadn't heard um, anything about this being in, like, further development. So I did some sleuthing, and I found an interview with Samantha Irby from sometime last year. So at some point during 2020, I think, mm-hmm. like, maybe around June-ish. And she has written the pilot. So I think at this point, it's just a matter of getting it to, like, if it gets picked up by Comedy Central, then they might actually be able to start filming it. Okay. Now gotcha. that things are starting to, I think it probably went on a little bit of a hold, just because, yeah. obviously, with everything going on, filming stuff has been difficult, and I feel like most stuff being filmed these days is our shows that were already like in production and already running. So I'm sure they're holding off on anything new. Yeah, definitely for the time. But anyway, it's still it's still in development, so oh. we might see that. Yay. Yeah. I don't know what it's going to be called, but. Uh... Yeah, it should be fun. So, yeah, one of her other books is Meaty, and she has uh, two others um, other than the one that we're talking about today. One of them is called New Year, Same Trash, and the other one is called Wow, No Thank You. (laughs) (laughs) So they all have really hilarious titles. (laughs)
0: Um, Why did you pick this book?
1: I picked this one just because, well, first of all, as I have said in past episodes this year, um, I just wanted to read more essay collections this year. Mm-hmm. Um, mostly just, you know, I think essay collections are really kind of fun and can be very, like, different depending on who's writing them. Yeah. Uh, and I had heard a lot about Samantha Irby and how she was really funny. So I thought, you know what? That sounds like a fun a fun one to pick. Also, I just, like, love the title. We are never meeting in real life and this, like, angry-looking <laughs> chat on the front. It's like, yeah. Seems like, my jam right now. Oh, and,
0: yeah. Oh, especially because, like, there is an essay about... Or, like, she talks a lot about her cat that I've envisioned to look exactly like that cat.
1: Right? <laughs> totally.
0: <laughs> oh, so, yeah. So, this collection was from 2017, and it's her second book. Uh, and it actually made the New York Times bestseller um, paperback nonfiction nice. list. Uh, <laughs> obviously, like, we're going to dive in, but... The little blurb is sometimes you just have to laugh even when life is a dumpster fire
1: accurate yeah
0: <laughs> oh man uh but yeah so you know whether she's talking about her difficult childhood which has led to <laughs> led to a problem making adult budgets explaining why she she should be on the new bachelorette she's 35 ish but could easily pass for 60 something <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, detailing a disastrous pilgrimage slash romantic vacation to Nashville to scatter her estranged father's ashes and sharing awkward sexual encounters or dispensing advice on how to navigate friendships with former drinking buddies who are now suburban moms. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, it's, (laughs) there was a lot of like interesting topics, I think. Yes. Um, So yeah, dive in. Let's talk about it. Yeah.
1: I mean, it was hilarious (laughs) like truly um so that that actually that essay about um when she goes to nashville with her now wife yeah um although i think it was just her girlfriend at the time Mm -hmm. um to scatter her dad's ashes i laughed so hard at that essay and i was like (laughs) i don't know if this makes me a really morbid person but like she's talking about this one part where she's like trying to dump the ashes (laughs) in like the river without these teenagers who are like hanging out (laughs) nearby seeing and they're like getting stuck. And then like there's a blowback and she hits up with a bunch of them in her face. And I was just like, (laughs) I actually, it doesn't, I don't often laugh out loud when I'm reading the (laughs) book, but I did. I was fully laughing out loud at that part.
0: That made me think of the one time, like my great uncle passed away. Like they have a huge, like, you know, multi-farm ranch. And, like, it was the same thing. We all went out, like, drove. we drove out to a field and they did that. And we were all in the cars. But it was wind mm-hmm. and, like, the cars still, like, the ashes and stuff still, like, hit our windshield and stuff. And then, like, you know, like, with all the ventilation and stuff like that, I was just like, this is weird now. Because, yep. like, at the very least, Uncle Doug's a little bit on our car right now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> like, it's, it's pretty funny.
0: I was so torn the whole time because I don't, ugh, I don't even like it's all so uncomfortable yes and like I get that that's the point but I can't tell if it's just because it's all the stuff that like I hate and loathe about myself and she's just talking about it honestly <laughs> and it's somehow supposed to be empowering but like it just makes me feel worse <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know, because just in, like, all of this stuff, and because, like, I get self-deprecating, but I couldn't tell if this was, like, past that or, like, right on that line or, like, just honesty or, like, is it more just that I prefer to gloss over all of that stuff and just, like, pretend <laughs> that it doesn't exist? So <sighs> it was weird because, like the, like, the way she writes and the flow and everything was... So, so great and like mm-hmm. it didn't even feel like it was different essays necessarily yeah in a good, right? in a good way in a good way totally. and like it wasn't choppy or anything but at the same time the whole time I was just like cringing and like
1: <laughs> yeah there are definitely parts where you're like Ooh. yeah <laughs> well she just like she pulls no punches like she's just straight yeah. up um yeah just this is me, this is it. <laughs> I mean, I definitely think there's some exaggeration for effect. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. I mean, ho- hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and I do enjoy, um, even though it was it was the sad essay at the end um, with her cat. Yeah. Because um, she had to have her put down. But I love the way she like, sort of gave her cat like a voice, like she'd have like conversations yeah. with her <laughs> Which was really funny. <laughs> yeah, I mean I was I was not sure at first when I first dive dove into this. I was like, whoa. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that first essay too just like guess you're right into it. Yeah. Um but yeah, no, it really it really grew on me and I really enjoyed it overall. And it's true. Her writing style is just so, like, it's so easy to read. It's so, like, kind of conversational and just, um, yeah. Well, I think
0: part of it, too, was just, because it's one of those things where, like, you know, and, like, you see her books all over, like, all over social oh, media, yeah. for sure. And, like, as soon as you see the cover of the book, like, you just know, because all of the covers kind of have, like, that same branding to them. Mm-hmm. and it's like i really wanted to read one too but then that's what it was yeah like i can remember i was like a couple essays in and i had messaged katie who we spoke with on our last episode yeah uh and i was like uh i don't know about this because <laughs> <laughs> i was just like um yeah like i because and then it's too i'm like because of She's just, like, laying it out there and, like, telling her truth and all that stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. if this is what journaling is, like, I'm not doing it.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, because here's... <laughs> it's so true. Because there are certain things where you're, like... <sighs> she's just, like, saying things that I feel like I have thought in my head, but would not necessarily say out loud. And, like, because there's one... <laughs>
0: The the Christmas Carol, uh the essay it's like called The Christmas Carol, and it's like in university and how she's like getting a ride home with like these two guys that like lived in her oh, dorms. Yeah. And like short version is it's about her pooping on the side of the road, basically, or whatever. And like explosive diarrhea. <laughs> and whilst we do have a person that we used to work with named brian who has told us many a story like this <laughs> like i just can't imagine i mean i will put it on the record has not happened but had it ever i can't imagine like remotely putting it out for the entire universe
1: right that's the thing that was like some of the things she's writing about i'm like you're just putting that out there <laughs> like that is a level of bravery that i do not possess Yeah, I think that's, yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
0: I mean, we know when she talks about money, like, you know, spending all the money, having no savings, no budget, whatever. I'm like, I get it. That's fine. (laughs) But some of the other stuff,
1: I'm just like, oh. It's so funny. Oh, my God. I just saw the dedication at the front is this book is dedicated to (laughs) Clonopin? (laughs) <laughs> I mean yeah, it's very it's very honest. Like just like straight up. You know. Mhm. But I mean it's funny because like I feel like you know, I had a very different childhood than she did. Like yeah. vastly. We're vastly different people yes. in that way. Um cuz you know, she she had a rough upbringing and you know her dad was kind of there not there and her mom was um her mom was ill and like yeah i think her mom was diagnosed with
0: like multiple sclerosis so, like she yeah. kind of had to take care of her mom like as a teenager yeah. and had like older siblings from like from
1: her mom's previous yeah. marriage
0: and they were like significantly older
1: yeah yeah and, you know, she's, like, you know, she's a black woman in America. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, None of that is my experience. Nope. But there were still parts of it that were super relatable.
0: Yeah, and that's just it, like, aside from, like, those very specific things or, mm-hmm. um, you know, they go to a wedding. But they kind of end up in part of, like, a weird Gettysburg. Oh, yeah. Like, reenactment thing that, like, obviously is weird <laughs> racially and stuff. Yeah. Aside so from like stuff like that, like and but even like the way she writes like that kind of stuff almost does feel relatable, or at the very least, that you could be like there with her. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Or like the way she writes about, you know, approaching relationships in her twenties. You know, and just like becoming like <laughs> obsessed with these different guys. <laughs> <laughs> And, like, I love, like, the essay entitled, I'm in love and it's boring. But then, like, she's fully like, this is great and awesome and I love it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm so glad that it's boring. (laughs) Or I also really enjoyed A Case for Remaining Indoors because um, she hates the summer as much as I do, which I felt like that was a mood.
0: Oh, yeah. that's, That's literally all I have written down. Hates summer, hates outside. And I was like, we know that.
1: Yeah. That's us. Yeah. Like, she was, like, talking about, I mean, she's also, she lived in Chicago for a while. So, you know, she's used to things being cold. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, she was like, yeah, I just love to be bundled up. And I was like, yeah, man, me too. (laughs) Same. Same. And even when she was talking about her job, which, (laughs) you know, she works the, or used to work, I guess, the, like, front desk. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> at a veterinary clinic which again not my experience i've never worked in a, a veterinary clinic but it yes. is still like a, a public facing job where yes. you that actually that essay was hilarious because she was telling some of the stories of people who came in at their pets mm-hmm. and i was like <laughs> it sounds completely like it would have to be made up except that having worked with the public for yes. so long
0: yeah, like, you could swap accurate. out dog for latte, and like we would right. be right there and be like, "Yep, yeah, that's accurate."
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh. <laughs> mm-hmm. I also enjoy that that essay is entitled "Yo, I Need a Job." <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh,
0: well, because like that's how she ends up with the cat. Who like that's sort of like the one running thing throughout. Is this weird little blind was it deaf too? I don't like I don't know. It sounded weird and mangy and
1: Yes, it was definitely not like a, a healthy kitten by no. any means.
0: But then like I think she had her for a long time. It seems like it, yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So those cats that they like were gonna like put down, but then like she took it home and then they seem to hate each other but sort of have some kind of understanding. (sighs)
1: So funny. (laughs) (sighs) Did you have like a favorite essay? I mean, I really did enjoy the Yo, I Need a Job essay just because I found that quite relatable. Um, I also, like I said, really enjoyed the one where She goes to Nashville. It's called Nashville Hot Chicken. Yeah. (laughs) Just scatter her dad's ashes. Because honestly, it was so funny to me. (laughs) I was like, I feel kind of bad for laughing. Except that this is definitely a collection of essays with the intention of being funny. So, (laughs) Uh, Yeah, those were a couple of my favorites. (laughs) Did you have any favorites? I feel like I did. I mean,
0: definitely the like... what what was that one called do you guys pay your fucking bills or what oh yeah (laughs) um and it's just kind of like you know talking about all of her (laughs) Mm -hmm. financial stuff which was like ridiculous uh um i did like in a blues for fred she talked about going to a basket exhibit and taking notes in a moleskin and i was like yes (laughs) (laughs) but then also it was like weird because like that one definitely had a lot of moments where it was just like weird, sad, awkward stuff and I was just like, this is maybe too real, but I don't know. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Well, there was one too, um, which one was it? A Total Attack of the Heart, you know, she starts talking when she has, like, anxiety attacks Mm. and I don't know if, like, you noticed or, again, I kind of read it a little while ago now, but she kind of, like, glossed over a suicide attempt?
1: Oh, yeah, I think so.
0: And I was just like, oh, <laughs> and like and like partially because everything else is just like so out there and so honest. Yeah. And then like I so I wasn't sure if I'd like missed it or like what was happening. And I was just kind of like, oh,
1: so I feel like I have questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely got that kind of. Um... like black humor to it Mm -hmm. like it's kind of (laughs) dark yes you know
0: yeah well so much dark humor to just like especially anything like involving her dad because yeah it definitely sounds like when he was around he was not very good. I feel like yeah. they were, like, he had like, hit her with, with frying pans and yeah. whatnot. And like, she never had real food. And you know, at one point, doesn't someone like, call when she's in university? And like, he may or may oh, not be yeah. dead. And like, she kind of like, doesn't care. But then it's just like, what's going on? And
1: yep. Well, even in the essay where she goes to scatter his ashes, this is like, after his urn has been sitting in her closet for oh, yeah. actual years. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, well, I guess I should do something with this. <laughs> uh, yeah.
0: It's pretty funny, though. And she's so, like, I did really enjoy, like, when she was talking about, like, kids and babies and, like, suburban moms and stuff like that, because she is just, like, not about any of that. Yeah. And because, like, her now wife does have children. Yeah. And just, like, of her, like semi like kind of like babysitting them and how she's <laughs> right
1: <laughs> that, that one's called a bomb probably yeah the kids are making a bomb probably <laughs> yeah she's kind of like making as long as they're quiet like she doesn't care whatever <laughs> yeah it's so funny that was the other thing i found wild about this though because she's constantly talking about her now wife yes um and like when she first starts dating her and stuff and i'm like does your wife read this? (laughs) Well, yeah, because, like, presumably she does. (laughs) I'm like, whoa. Yeah. (laughs) Putting all that out there.
0: Well, then, because, like, the one essay, too, is, like, 13 questions to ask before getting married. Yeah. And it was, like, a survey almost, like, for her wife. (laughs) It's
1: just, like, um...
0: But, yeah, especially about the stuff, like, when she was, like, quote-unquote, like, taking care of the kids, being <laughs> like, right. shouldn't you at least, like, leave that part out and, like, make it seem like you were really <laughs> trying to take care of these kids? <laughs> <sighs> but, it, like, it was as much as, it, like, it kind of jumped around time-wise, but it sort of still mm-hmm. had, like, a flow from, like, when she was younger to when she was older. But it was nice to just, like, see her journey, like, with school and with relationships. Like, I mean, obviously, as we said, like, she had some relationships – with like men in university and stuff like that, and then mm-hmm. and now is like married to her wife and like happy and stuff. But I think even them for a while, like they kind of did long distance.
1: Yeah, I think so. It seemed like that because yeah, like she
0: was staying in Chicago and her wife was in like Kalamazoo, which is a real place in Michigan, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> which to me. always just sounds so fake. I know.
1: <laughs> it does. It sounds like a made up place. <laughs>
0: But it was nice to, like, see that sort of progression of just her clearly trying to, like, figure things out and just try Mm -hmm. and be happy and then, like, eventually end up somewhere with someone. Yes. So. I
1: think it also just is refreshing to read about somebody who doesn't have all their shit figured out.
0: Yeah, well, because that's what it is, right? Like, most of the stuff where she's talking about like not really having it together is like as a grown-up like right she's a, a very much grown-up and like,
1: yeah, like she's <laughs> in her 30s for most of this book
0: and just yeah like stuff with like trying to pay her phone bill or like get a new phone or like have cable and like why she needs to have all the internet and, like mm-hmm. but then also just like buying stuff which we understand <laughs> yes all day today, I was like, "Oh, I really want to go shopping, but then I was like, "I'm gonna to have to like pay my taxes shortly, which is going to be a large amount of money,
1: <laughs> but also shopping <laughs> right right <laughs> uh.
0: when I just even when she's like trying to figure stuff out, and I think it's in um I'm in love and it's boring. And she was talking about, you know, like, you know how when you're in your mid to late thirties and you're dreaming of when you're going to, of where you're going to live, hopefully by age 42, and you're picturing your reasonably affordable one bedroom in a moderately safe and attractive neighborhood, like, who's living there with you? Um, is it the withholder? The serial cheater? Uh... What about the commitment phobe, or perhaps the grifter? No, it's none of those. It's some mythical being you haven't met yet, <laughs> one who doesn't have any suspicious Facebook activity that can trigger hours of pointless scrolling down strangers' profiles looking for infidelity clues. <laughs> just like, okay, that sounds like so of the times. Like, right? <laughs> I love yep. when you see the memes of like. Someone, you know, like, going on a first date and, like, it's, you know, like, the guy's like, oh, like, I don't have social media or whatever. But then it's, like, the best friend, like, in the back, like, scouring everything and, like, finding everything out about him anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh. um, we kind of talked, like, just, like, about her writing and stuff, but mm-hmm. do you want to speak to that more? Like, what did, what did you take away from, like, the writing
1: I mean, it's definitely the kind of thing where you're reading it and you're like, okay, so this is, like, a style you can write in. Because I feel like you think of essays and you think something formal. Yeah. Almost, you know?
0: Well, especially because they always talk about, like, personal essays or, like... Right. That's how they phrase You know, like, creative nonfiction and, like... Right. It all still has like,
1: an so air different. of haughtiness. Yeah. Right. This is so different from that. Like, it's just... You know, she's kind of vulgar sometimes, and like, <laughs> kind of, <laughs> <laughs> and just like, you know, straight up about people being gross and like,
0: yeah, well, cause like the there's a whole thing too about her and, um, well, like her girlfriend, wife now, when mm-hmm. they get like a strap on, right? Yes, <laughs> it's just like okay, this yeah. is we're we're learning, okay, educational. Yep. <laughs>
1: Yep. Yes. <laughs> well, yeah, there were a couple parts where I was like, Ugh. <laughs> "Not with that one, actually." I think it was more when she was talking about um, some of the dudes.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, agreed. Uh, well, I think obviously because like I know, like we talk about like obviously we talk about writing a lot. That's what we mm-hmm. do. Um, but just like with because she is a blogger and, like, has, like, a huge blogging platform. I think it kind of, like, pulls from that. So then it's sort of this weird thing where, like, you know, when we're always trying to, like, figure out how to write for our blog, like, we can write like this. But then it's just – or, you know, like, regular writing. And I definitely, like, a few – well, I mean, oh, good lord. Years ago now, uh, I had taken, like, exactly that. It was, like, a creative nonfiction personal essay class with stuff. And, like, it's – It's really interesting and it's fun to like, words are hard, like actually write the way that you think in your head. Mm -hmm. I mean, again, I perhaps would not do it as exactly as Samantha Irby does, (laughs) comparing the words to exactly what's in my head. But just like, again, having that freedom to write however you want about whatever you want. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, because like today, I just realized. So like a couple of years ago, I got David Sedaris's *Theft by Finding*, which is like his diaries from oh mm, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. nineteen seventy-seven to two thousand three, something like that. And I just saw today they're releasing two thousand three to two thousand twenty. Oh, nice! I mean, it's in like October or something like that. Right. Because of course, it was one of those things where I saw it and I was like, "Oh my god!" And then I was like, "Oh, that's like <laughs> seven years from now. I'm never gonna remember." <laughs> And that's what it always is, is the, like, this is why we should journal. Like, you can have all these things. And that's why I feel I envision her is that she's probably – this is stuff that she's, like, writing every day, Mm -hmm. little bits, whether – I'm sure some of this stuff probably was pulled from her blog and whether she expanded it or not or whatever. But then at the same time, I'm just like, how do you
1: do this? I know. I know, right? Well, and it just makes me feel like my life is so boring. I do know what you mean. Like, every time I think about trying to write a personal essay, I'm like, but what would I even write about? Like, well, cause, and like, and again, like, not in a like, oh, I wish I had had like a hard, a life of well, hardships. No, 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 no. Like, no,
0: but More... it's just like that gives her something to talk about, mm-hmm. whether whether it was good or bad. But like, I just feel like all of my stuff is so generic, plain middle of the road. Like, what? How do you jazz that stuff up? And, like, I'm trying to think of some of the stuff that we even wrote about in that class. But, again, it was just, like, I just, I felt that, like, that, like, weight of, like, trying to make it something or, Mm. like, trying to make it interesting or trying to think of, like, that one time that, like, something happened. Because I definitely wrote about the time at Christmas when the, like, seven cop cars swarmed my Starbucks and then, like, took the guy out because apparently he had a knife in his briefcase all while this lady was screaming at me for a stupid kids hot chocolate. Oh, my God. And, like... (laughs) But even that, it was just, like, to try and think of, like, the one time that, like, something kind of, you know, cinematic Mm -hmm. or whatever happened, like, pulling teeth, you know?
1: Yeah. No, I totally know what you mean. I mean, like, I've been kind of doing... Um, like something like this, I guess, with my tiny letter that I've been writing mm-hmm. um but again, I think I've done like three or four of them now, but I'm like I, eventually I'm gonna run out of material, <laughs> <laughs> especially because so much of my current material is about the pandemic,
0: <laughs> yeah, uh,
1: I don't you know, know what I mean, like. <laughs> But I do also really enjoy the way um, the way she sort of plays with form in. So the very first essay, which is like her fake application for to be on Bachelorette. Yes. (laughs) Right. Where she fills it out like an application Mm -hmm. Um, or that one about uh, the 13 questions to ask before getting married, where she straight up answers each question. (laughs) Um, And then, yo, I need a job, which she starts off with as "Dear, dear sir or madam and then writes it like not not how you'd actually obviously write a <laughs> job application but like kind of the way you'd want to yeah you know like the way you'd do it if you just like decided not to give a shit <laughs> Right? Like my duties included, but were never limited to answering phones without an attitude, swallowing my pride while people talked down to the talked down their noses to me about cat vaccines, feeling chagrined as clients made jokes like "brought you a present" while tossing steaming bags of dog feces for parasite screening on the desk next to my iced tea. <laughs> like, you know, things you want to say. Like these are, these are skills. <laughs>
0: yeah, and like maybe that's what it is. Maybe we need to come up with like a list of quote-unquote forms
1: yeah right then it would be a fun exercise i think we could like to
0: write in the way that like we would actually want to write
1: yeah like i think that would be a pretty fun yeah just writing exercise yeah like (laughs) how would you apply for a job like what would your cover letter read like (laughs) if you really wanted to be just like brutally honest
0: this is what we actually did while we worked at that place that we worked at together (laughs) that if y'all know you know Yeah, oh, that may have involved lots of old rich white ladies. But you had the croissant the last time I was here. Well, we haven't had
1: that since two (laughs) thousand twelve. The best was when people would be like, "You used to have this." I think it was the quiche for the longest time. Ugh! Oh my god, that quiche. And I was like, because that was, that was a holdout from before I even started working there. I know. <laughs> and I remember once saying to somebody, oh, we haven't had that in like a few years. And she was like, ah, not a few years, dear. And I wanted to be like, well, I've never served this item. And I've been working here for more than three years. <laughs> so yes, a few years. I'm sorry that your concept of time has diminished so much. In your old age, <laughs>
0: oh, see that I, I feel like it's that stuff that I could write as, or at least what comes off as, as honestly and truthfully
1: mm-hmm.
0: as Samantha's Irby's. Samantha Irby's essay, and I
1: think that that maybe part of it is like getting very specific about things. Yeah, you know, like using very very specific examples. Of things that have happened.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And just like kind of building on that. Like oh. it's almost like you need to start really small and then like. Yeah. Grow outwards. <laughs> I guess. Yeah. Well, because
0: that's just it, right? Like this is. She's published four books. hmm. So this was what? 12 or 13 essays? I don't actually know how many. Um, 15 maybe? I don't count them. Um. Well, then either way so like four that's like at least 60 of these and like some of them are pretty long plus she has a blog like that's just 20. so much
1: stuff it's 20 essays
0: oh man so yeah so we're solid probably like 75 then total that are published yeah. plus everything like on the blog like it's just I, I can't imagine having that many
1: ideas or thoughts to talk about <laughs> right <laughs> And, like, this was definitely part of my motivation for wanting to read more essay collections. because yeah. I wanted to be, like, what are people writing about and how are they writing about it? Yeah. Because I need more things to write about that people might pay me for. Um, <laughs> Fair. You know?
0: Well, like, way back, and when I say way back, I literally mean way back. Because when I was in film school, a lot of the time, the or, like, a good chunk of the essays that I was doing, I was... Because I would written that one about the virgin suicides and kind of just how Mm -hmm. color played such an effect on it. And, like, there was talking about how, like, there was photosynthesis and, like, when the girls started dying, blah, blah, whole thing. Um, Of course, like, when I say it now, it just sounds, like, so pretentious. Oh, yeah, you know, the photos... (laughs) But, like, I actually really like... I still have that essay. Um, And I talk about it all the time. But, like, I'd also done one... And, like, kind of once I realized that and just how, like, naturally obviously like color and film is a huge thing mm-hmm. and also just something that really like really draws me into it. It was always something that I was like, Oh, cause I did like, I kind of did the same thing for memento. Well, I feel like it was a bit more of a stretch. I'm trying to like find color stuff into it. But then like, I can remember having the idea of like, Oh, like if I could have a collection of these, cause like way back then, which was literally a thousand years ago, you know, essays are school essays, right? You know, like they have a structure, they have a thing like, I know how to I know how to write those, like, ain't nobody's business. Right. And, like,
1: I'd had that idea of, like,
0: oh, like, if I could come up with, you know, X amount of, like, movies where I could kind of talk about, like, color or this or that. But then, like, I didn't – I mean, obviously, that just, like, life happened for 20 years. And I didn't really, like, think about it as an actual thing. Even when we were – when we read Movies and Other Things by Shay Serrano. Right. Um, which I'm now realizing was an episode, like – So long ago. Um,
1: I know, right? (laughs) Oh, my God. It's like a year ago. More than a year ago. More than a year ago, yeah.
0: Um, And how, like, that's basically what I did in film school, right? I wrote all these film essays. But then, like, Mm -hmm. if I put them all together, I would have a book like that. Because I just didn't know that you could do that.
1: Right. And the thing is, I feel like especially that kind of, like, cultural, like, pop culture Mm -hmm. writing is so big. Yeah. now that um, yeah you could totally do that
0: no, cause, well yeah because like, you know we talk about Chuck Closterman a lot and again you know like Samantha Irby has like multiple books and stuff and it's just like hmm. I feel this weird thing of like okay wait I get this I feel like I could have ideas but then also like what the F do I do
1: <laughs>
0: right and I, uh, I feel I mean aside from the fact that like this book would like, and again, I fully, I will fully acknowledge that I think it was just, all of it was like way too close to home <laughs> and all the stuff that I would never ever talk about if like, it was just like to watch, <laughs> but then like, you know, like trying to like find that in between somehow or like, I, I don't know. It made yeah. me feel things that I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Cause again, and like that's also just me. Like I would probably it's it's about trying to find my niche, right? Like I would never mm-hmm. actually write essays like this. Right. And it's just that reminder of like, okay, don't force yourself to like write stuff like that, but then like what sort of tangent or adjacentness to that would work. Mm-hmm. In a way where then I could write so kind of freely. And I just, and obviously, yeah, like, who knows? We haven't talked to her, but like, maybe writing is really hard for her. But like, this to me just sounded like she was just like at the keyboard and like, da da da, you know, and like, <laughs> done. It just seemed to like flow and like come out so easily. But like,
1: yeah, it does, it does flow very, very well. So,
0: I don't know. Maybe. Dear Samantha Erby, what is your writing process? How hard is it? (laughs) Right? (laughs) Please tell us.
1: Uh, Would you recommend this to anybody? I would, but like certain people. (laughs) You know, like I wouldn't like make a blanket. Like I wouldn't recommend this to my grandmother.
0: (laughs) Have we had a lot of books that you would recommend to your grandmother?
1: i don't know maybe <laughs> i'm trying to think now <laughs> I'm trying to think of like a specific person that i would recommend this to i mean i'll give it to my sister to read for sure mm-hmm. um
0: yeah like i i feel like this falls definitely more into that very specific right yeah totally um have you read others by her
1: by samantha Erby? no this is the only one i've read i also have um wow no thank you though so okay that's on my list for this year okay. mm-hmm.
0: and, and i think that's what it is is like because when you first picked this book i was like cool like it was on like again like as i said you know like you see it everywhere yeah um well, it's a new like, york
1: times bestseller yeah well like one of
0: i can like, cause i can see all the covers right like there's a pink one this one was yellow there's a green one one has a bunny yeah. Obviously, yeah, I think, I think I think Wow
1: No Thank You is um, the green one with the bunny on <laughs> and it. The bunny,
0: yeah. And um, then
1: Meaty, I think, has a hedgehog on it. Oh, yeah, I can definitely like I can yeah. sell those
0: things. Yeah. So I did like it's one of those, you know, all the time when we're looking for the sales on Kobo. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And I was just like, well, you never know. But like now I don't want to see I'd be hesitant to read another one. But I feel like I might be. But mostly I think because this was just like.
1: That's fair enough. A lot. And not in a way
0: that like, it's not that I didn't like it. That's like, mm-hmm. it's just the like, yeah. <laughs> Maybe I just need like a break or I don't know.
1: Fair enough. Fair enough. It's definitely a certain kind honesty. of humor. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a little cause... dark. <laughs> I feel like and I'm... I mean sorry go ahead <laughs> sorry.
0: um because well, I think like I was sort of like filing it away with um like Lena Dunham stuff Amy Schumer stuff yeah yeah Where like I fully understand that it's like popular because it is like giving a voice to people who don't often actually get to share their voice and like you know big girls different girls like Mm -hmm. girls can talk about that stuff and all that but for something like it was just that stuff just that stuff just always makes me feel uncomfortable and awkward because i'm weird and (laughs) uncomfortable and awkward
1: (laughs) well but it's funny because she says that about herself in here too like in the last essay she's like i'm an awkward person who's full of anxiety so like and i think that's what
0: that's what it is is it's the Okay, so if we've established that, like, we're kind of the same person, how, like, what, what is, what is the difference that the difference that then allows her to write this way or share those things? Or like, yeah, I don't know. And like, maybe that's where i like, I'm getting tripped up.
1: I don't know. Well, because it's funny, she has this in her very last essay, which I read today, um, because I love to do things at the last minute. Um, which is the essay that is entitled We Are Never Meeting in Real Life. Um, She says, I know my blog is hilarious, but I'm not that smart in real life. If you run up on me in the grocery store, you are going to be disappointed, in all caps. Because one, there is probably diet peanut butter in my cart, and two, it sometimes takes a lot of staring at the wall in contemplative silence to come up with these jokes, and my off-the-cuff stand-up could use some work. (laughs) So, like... You know, it definitely sounds like getting it to sound a particular way (laughs) takes some time. Yeah. You know? And some editing and, like... (laughs) (laughs) Even though she makes it sound really, like, easily flowing and, like, you maybe were just talking to her and she would tell you this stuff. Yeah. I feel like probably not. (laughs)
0: And I think, like, that's probably, like, one of the really great things about her writing then is because Mm -hmm. it is so easy, so conversational, just so, like, yeah, like, I fully would have just thought that these were things that, like, if you found her in a grocery store, she would then, like, tell you one of these, but sometimes it's, it's that weird, like, the art versus the artist or, like, some kind of, I don't know. Yeah. Connecting disconnect there, that's... Crazy, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally.
1: Oh, man.
0: It was good though. I'm really glad that we that we read this one.
1: Mm-hmm. Me too. It was definitely entertaining.
0: Well, <laughs> just tell you, like every new essay, I was like, "What?"
1: Yep. <laughs> well, so yeah, and I was gonna say, I feel like it definitely has that kind of that certain kind of self-deprecating dark humor where you're, like, joking about your depression (laughs) that you find on the internet. Like, whether it's on a blog or on Tumblr or on Twitter. Like, Mm -hmm. it's a very specific kind of, I'm going to joke about this. It's not really funny, but it kind of is. (laughs) And it definitely has that vibe.
0: It's It's like the opposite of instagram where like instagram is like the fake version of your life but right. everyone thinks it's real and then this is the, like the joking version of your life and everyone's like oh that's the joke version and you're like no this is the real version
1: right <laughs> it's the op the, the back end of the instagram picture oh yeah, yeah. like some of it's almost <laughs> gotta like laugh about it so you don't cry vibe <laughs> which we understand yeah yeah <laughs> I actually thought it was, like, kind of very fitting with my current, like, just state of being in this pandemic world. Yeah. And I'm and sure, like, that's... mood, Samantha Irby, the mood. <laughs> that was
0: really so much of it, too, right? Is that, like, had we read this two years ago or, like, in 2017 when it came out, which now is four years ago. What? I you know. know. Maybe it would have...
1: 2017 can't be four years ago. <laughs> Oh
0: I left yuck. the I left the gallery in twenty seventeen. Like that's how long ago that was. What? Yeah.
1: <laughs> that seems insane to me. I know. I know. Man. I do feel like we could write an entire book of essays about working at the gallery. Right?
0: This yeah. is what that's what we need to do. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: oh boy. The time that Mackenzie killed the mouse but like nobody caught on because I was Banging the plates around so that nobody knew. It was good times. Oh my goodness. Like in the big room, like during the middle of serious? lunch service. My God. Yeah. It was like running along the edge. And then we both saw it and were like, ah. so she casually threw one of the like the cloth napkins over it. And then I was picking up all the dishes on table at table two. And so she had to like stomp it under <laughs> the thing. So I like purposely like oh all the God. dishes on the tray. <laughs> Oh, poor Mousy. <laughs> it was, it was tiny. It was, it was like, yeah, anyway. <laughs> oh boy. Maybe those are the essays that we have to write. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> oh, <man. Funny. laughs> uh, so, yeah, so that was a book club book. Yay. It feels like it's been Yay. a while. What was our last book club book? Oh, right. Trixie and Katya. Yeah. We are like running the gambit this year with our book club books. (laughs) Right? Um, If you haven't seen on our Instagram or in our newsletter, our current and new book club book is actually a play. It is Slave Mm -hmm. Play by Jeremy O'Harris. It was on Broadway in 2019 and is currently nominated for... 12 Tonys, I think, which is a record for a non-musical show. That's wild. Um, although it's this weird, like, I don't know when the Tonys are happening, because, like, it was the 2019, so they were nominated last year, but then they didn't actually have Tonys, and then, like,
1: oh depending right. on when
0: Broadway comes back, maybe this fall it's holding. But currently, since the awards have not happened yet, <laughs> <laughs> that's where we, we stand. It is still nominated, and has not lost anything yet. Uh, and I think... It's also going to be, like, weird and awkward, but in a much heavier... I was going to say, more serious way. Serious kind of way. Um, Yeah. Check out our Instagram for more on that. Uh, That'll be our first episode in July. Yep, that sounds right. However time works. Um, Right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. If you've been with us this long, you know that we don't know how time works.
1: We Uh, don't. (laughs) Time is an illusion. Yes, uh, but be sure to read that with
0: us. We can't wait to talk about it, and we'll be back in two weeks with a new installment in our hashtag Bookstagram. Made me do it. Yes, uh, we'll be talking about these violent delights by an author whose name I do not remember right now.
1: It is. <laughs> have a book right chloe 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 gong chloe Gong. okay
0: yeah (laughs) i just had that moment of like i have
1: no idea (laughs) yeah chloe gong so excellent Um, it sounds like uh it's gonna be fun it's a romeo and juliet retelling in like 1920s shanghai with some supernatural things going on i believe definitely
0: i've read a couple pages and there's already been supernatural things nice Uh, But yeah, we will see you then and hopefully we'll catch up on social media sometime.
1: Bye!